It was interesting coming in here into the show this morning as, uh, you know, we've got news that there's two people, at least two cases here in Florida of the coronavirus. So Ashley and myself, typically a very fun, entertaining morning show, but sometimes when serious stuff happens like that, we got to cover it. Well, yeah, and they're just saying like, you know, make sure you're washing your hands before you eat, touch, or do anything close to your face or mouth because that's how it can be spread. But there's a lot of fun stuff on the show today too, like Luke Combs, a vegan. It's his 30th birthday today, but he lost a bet to be vegan. So what bet was that? That's pretty interesting. And at the end, you're going to hear a second date update that launched us into a chime time about your story with your in-laws. Those in-laws that like, you're, yeah, you loved them or the ones that you're glad you don't have anymore. All right. This is going to be a pretty good podcast. And the best thing is it's coronavirus free. We think for now. Let's go. Okay, here we are on your Monday. Not only is it Monday, but we've broken into the month of March. Crazy! Super crazy. Uh, first of all, some of the cool things that are coming up in March, uh, besides my mama's birthday, uh, besides a couple of other events, but you've got Country Thunder at the end of a month. I this man, if y'all if y'all really understood, like here with our K923 family here, the on-air staff, like we get really excited about these three-day festivals because we get to see each other, but we see each other in meetings. Right. We see each other in this studio space. And everybody's on the go. Everybody's rushing around to get from one place to one meeting to another. But out there, you're like, well, it we is kind of crazy other. out there too, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we live with each other. There's a lot of times where we end up staying with each other. I mean, Slater and I stayed uh, in an RV last yeah, time. Yeah, I think amongst... we're working on that for you guys again this year too. Yeah, so, uh, so anyway, so that's uh, stuff to look forward to as today there are things for you to look forward to, okay? So uh, we come back. Ashley's got a bunch of stories. You were, like, hitting me up all weekend. I know. We, like, of course, we have one weekend where we don't have anything planned. So we're like, oh, let's make plans. And we ended up all over Central Florida. I mean, it was just Matt and I. It was so nice. We ended up going to, like, Winter Park, doing the scenic tour over there. That was really cool. Everything down to Sanford. And we stopped there for a drink on the lake. But I think it was really sweet because, like, I always complained to Matt that I joke about in Orlando we're landlocked quote unquote because I grew up on the Gulf Coast so like I hate when I'm not near water and so I think he made it a point yesterday to, yesterday to take me around to different lakes in Central Florida so that was really nice your man did that for you yeah we and we took the motorcycle it was so nice out must be nice to be in that honeymoon phase still <laughs> no kids yet <laughs> we'll talk yeah. to you in five years right uh no but seriously um you it's funny because you bring up kids and so my kids have been begging me to use this TikTok account. Right. That, you know, we kind of set up, you know, as as personalities of the city. We set up these accounts and we're like, eh, I don't know if I'm ever going to use it. Mm-hmm. And my kids have been like, daddy, daddy. So I'm on and I've been using it. So. I got to look at you. So our neighbor down the street put it on my phone, like no joke, probably two years ago. And I never used it. And then my bridesmaids were like, oh, let's use it during the wedding. I'm like, oh, my God, here's one more thing. But it's the reality of our work, of our career. And they're saying that TikTok, for those who don't believe in it. Listen, I was in that seat. They're saying that it's going to take over Snapchat, that it'll take over Instagram that eventually. That also goes to, that also just is for people who care. There's a lot of people out there who don't <laughs> care about social media. We, unfortunately, I, it's part of our job. Fortunately, I get it. I get it. Well, well, listen, I'm on it and I'm going to make a cool, rad, hip, <laughs> oh, ridiculously God. amazing. Is it going to be lit? That, was, gonna a, be lit? that was a hard sell. That's a hard sell. All right, all that and more. This show's going to be lit. Let's do it. Okay. This is your national anthem with Obie and Ashley on K9. All right, so here we are. We get the pleasure and the responsibility to play the national anthem and send it out to individuals who help make this world go round. 
And again, uh, we got a lot of love for those involved in the school systems. Just because uh, if you've got kids, if you don't have kids, you remember what it was like getting on that bus or having mom and dad take you to school. Mm-hmm. You remember what it was like going to school. So can we give some love to the bus drivers? Just I remember growing up, I remember that there were certain bus drivers that just had a, a certain kind of care. Did you take the bus? I didn't, but I did. Like I had a you were one of those kids. I had a friend's parent who uh, who was a teacher, and so if I ever went home with her, the, and her mom had to ride the bus as like a chaperone. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, we would go with her, and I do remember just like the m- amount of madness on the buses and how. Like, the drivers have to put up with that every day. When I say put up with it, like, yes, you are putting up with a lot, but it also takes a lot of grace, like, if to to keep your cookies cool. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Well, you know, and I, I remember going, you know, there was a lot of times that that was the only time that I would get to see kids from the other communities that lived close to me. Right. You know, and you say, oh, that's where you live? Oh, cool. You know, and so there were these friendships. There were also enemies that you made on the bus. So thank you so much to the bus drivers out there who keep your cool. Like Ashley said, keep your cookies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you and to you this morning from Moby and Ashley, the national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watch were so gallantly streaming and the rockets Okay, so this weekend, we definitely spent some time here in the city. Beautiful. I mean, all over the place. As Ashley, you you even bounced around. Like, I was in Clermont, uh, spent a hefty amount of time in Clermont. What were you get- doing there? Well, we were getting stuff for garden boxes. What? <laughs> what? The family. These are family projects. You know what I mean? Like, family projects that keep the family busy. Also doing something great where we're cultivating our own herbs. Are you Okay, so you're growing things in your backyard. Right, right, right. So cilantro, stuff like that, uh, nice. basil. Yeah, so we were in Clermont yesterday doing that type of running around. Plus, I had to get some stuff embroidered. Wait, uh, so whose initiative is these herbs in your backyard? Who's, so like, the, in charge? So this is the wife. So this is the wife. Now, I will say that Grandma, so, so Grammy... Has started growing her own things in her own garden. Which, I bet she has. Not, okay, stop it. Stop it. No, daffodils. Uh, I don't know what. I don't know what the heck she's growing. That's but, awesome. but nevertheless, our kids, 
our kids now have a green thumb because they spend the weekends sometimes with the grandmother. Aww. So which is wait is that Erica's mom? Yeah, Erica's okay. mom. Yeah. So now we've got garden boxes and we're filling those things up with cilantro. Uh, like I said, basil, all, all the stuff that whenever we cook in the house. Yes. Which we're trying to get a lot better at as a family. We're realizing that there are certain things that we're gonna have to pick up the pace. Cooking, that's mm. going to be something that we're going to start picking up the pace. And if we can send the kids to the garden box that's fun. to go grab the cilantro, to go that. grab the basil, then they're involved. Well, that is, so are they responsible for upkeeping these things? Because, like, how much do you water them? How much sun do they get? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, without a doubt. Uh, not only that, but they've got to weed them. You know, they've got to yeah. take out the weeds. And, and whenever some of the cilantro's dying, take some of those pieces out to make way for the new pieces. I love that. Okay, so let's uh, let's get on you because you you actually bounced around. Like me, I stayed in my own little nook of Clermont, Winter yeah. Garden, Windermere, that whole little corner there. Well, I normally stay in our little nook or I'm not even in town. So the fact that we took, we took, so what's funny is Saturday, I felt totally like, I was like, yes, because I cleaned the entire house. I basically spring cleaned early. Matt ran to Ocala to his parents' house to pick up something. So literally I went to Orange Theory in the morning. First time getting back to workout since the wedding, which was like a big deal. And then... Uh, cleaning the whole house. So, you know, when you get like your laundry done, you get everything done, everything from the cabinets I had cleaned, the outside, if there was any like fingerprints on it, it was driving me nuts. So Sunday, we took to just like explore yesterday. We went on the Winter Park Scenic Boat Tour. Highly recommend if you've never done it. Really, really cool to see all the major houses. Had no idea Gone with the Wind, the book, was written in uh, one of the, it used to be like a hotel over there. That's over there. Um, also, Mr. Rogers, where he, obviously, he went to Rollins, but he also lived in a home over there, so they point that out to you on the tour. A lot, a lot of really fascinating things. Man. And then we, we were on the motorcycle, so then we went to Sanford, we went to, um, oh my gosh, I can't even remember. Somebody on Instagram responded to all my stories, and we're like, all the places that you've been to is like r- riding all the rides on all four Disney parks in one day. Like, where, where we had been. But uh, it was really, really cool getting well, to see... You mentioned that boat scenic scenic tour, and I, you know, I mean, we, ha- we have a pontoon boat. I would have never thought, though, to do one of these tours where they, they give you a guide and they yeah. give you a, 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 a lesson, and a it's history only, lesson. And it's only an hour long, and I had no idea, and I've grown up on the water my entire life, but not this water. This is like lakes. These little canals that are in Winter Park had no idea those even existed. These homes that are over there, just massive. So highly re- recommend it. And it was super inexpensive. So definitely a really, really cool thing, checking out the local stuff. Nice. Can we get to what's going on with the coronavirus? Just because it, I think when it was happening on that cruise ship a couple weeks ago, I think we were all like, oh, man, that's so sad. And then it started to really spread. Like, I think in Italy, I think on Saturday, they determined that Italy had over a thousand cases of it. Yeah, even the Pope, they they didn't declare that he had it, but he was like, he was not going to work, which I don't know how the Pope, like, you know, <laughs> Listen, I'm not PTO. Trying to, I'm not, yeah, but how does it, yeah, the Pope's like, mm, I'm going to take a sick day. Yeah, but they didn't, they didn't declare whether or not he had it, but it was in Italy. So he was like off of work. But for real, there's two cases in Florida now. That or have people a little uneasy. So it's in Hillsborough County, which is like the Tampa area, Manatee County, which is near like Sarasota, Bradenton area, and I mean close enough, guys. Yeah, well, and one of them, one of them did travel to Italy. The other one has no travel history. That's the scariest one. Is is the one who had no travel history that's been here the whole time? Well, and I did yesterday on the news. It was like fourteen and a thousand out of a thousand. If you take that ratio is how many could potentially like pass away from the coronavirus. So 14 of 1,000 if you catch it. 
So they're just saying, like, I mean, it it almost has flu-like sim- symptoms. So if you have anything like that, like, just go straight to the doctor. Uh, symptoms like the, the feeling like you have a fever, cough, and shortness of breath. These are symptoms of, by the way, it's also called COVID-19. Coronavirus is like COVID-19 is the official term. Now, with this, uh, it's very funny walking this line. I, I put a Facebook post out uh, last week where I said, it, it, you know, it's hard because it, we have different personalities, right? So, like, for me, I've got a, a personality of a comedian, somebody who wants to take these things. And, wow, when it's painful, I try to make fun. Not try to make fun of it, but I try to bring light to any of these right. scenarios because it's, it's really hard to think about. We've got somebody an hour and a half away who's got this. Not only that, but listen. We are the tourist destination capital of the world. Mm -hmm. We do have people flying in and out from all over. Forget about just the one person from Italy. See, now now you say you sound like you normally turn it into comedy, but it sounds like you're freaking out right now. I'm not not freaking out. (laughs) What I'm saying is is that if you hear me, though, if you hear me try to bring some light to this subject, that is because it is a real deal. Well, what's interesting is the governor, Governor DeSantis, did declare a public health emergency last night. After these two Bay Area individuals tested positive, but they said presumptively tested positive, too. So I'm like, well, what does that mean? But then, you know, you put the facts out there and you're like, if the governor is declaring a public health emergency, then they're just saying everybody needs to be super just cautious with washing their hands. Because you have the info on, like, where they said if you sneeze or cough or anything like that, if it touches a surface, if anybody else touches that... It which, can be picked up. Which I'm I'm feeling 100% okay. But, like, I just sneezed off the air in here in the studio. And, like, we all kind of freaked out. And I went and Lysol. I grabbed the Lysol spray. Uh, but, listen, even the Surgeon General is saying, seriously, people, stop buying masks. Uh, they're not effective in preventing general public from catching coronavirus. Which is interesting. That is interesting. That's another story, but... All right. Well, that's Ugh. it. Listen, it's our duty. It's our duty here to just kind of keep you abreast uh, on top of the situation, if you will, with yeah, the coronavirus. Yeah, seriously, can we just put out there, we are not medical professionals by any means. We're just reading this from the official news that we get from our yes. company. Yes, I was lucky <laughs> to even graduate. <laughs> K92.3. From backstage to the front page, it's Ashley's All Access. This is so funny. So Luke Combs, not a vegan normally. <laughs> However, <laughs> he lost a bet having to do with his favorite football team. Uh, he did it with one of his uh, band guys, and he lost. Luke Combs lost the bet. Had to go completely vegan for ninety days. Which honestly, you know what? He's getting married soon. Not sure, but like for anyone that eats meat a lot and has no problem eating it, that's probably a pretty tough bet. And here's what Luke had to say about it. I mean, I'm still alive. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> eat a lot of bars, like protein, a lot of veggies. If you're not familiar with vegan, it's no animal products whatsoever. No meat, no cheese, no milk, no butter, no anything good. No, no anything <laughs> good. Yeah. You know, we do have uh, somebody here. I love Mike McConnell here in our building who, every single time the building gets together, man, we get great food from uh, uh, Panda Express or wherever that comes in. His meal has to be specially prepared. I know. I see him in the kitchen in the morning sometimes, and he, like, last week he had an avocado toast. I'm like, that actually looks really good. And he was making it from scratch. So, hey, There's a way to do it. Seriously. There's a way to do it. Um, And sticking with Luke Combs real quick, I want to touch on this, because yesterday we were laying in bed, like, it was early Sunday morning, and uh, we were watching the Today Show, and they did a special on Luke Combs, and it was really cool to hear this portion when Luke said he started to learn the guitar, started to pick up on it. He said it was an early age. He was on a summer vacation from college. He went to Appalachian State, and he was back at home working at the go-kart track that he used to work at in high school when he realized I wanted to do something more. I was kind of sitting there. I was like, man, I don't have anything to do. 
my mom was like, well, you know, Kenny Chesney, he didn't learn to play guitar until he was 21. And I was 21 at the time, and I was like, oh, she's good. If that guy can do it, then I can do it. Great advice, Mom. Look at where he is now. Seriously, Kenny Chesney and Luke Combs not learning guitar, guitar until they were 21 years old. And he also went in to say that Nashville is usually, like, they say a 10-year town where it takes you to build up. So imagine all those songwriters and artists who've been working their butt off thinking they deserve a chance. Well, here comes Luke Combs, a true talent, and sometimes you just gotta, like, let it happen, you know? Like, yeah. all those other people that are like, oh, dang, how is he getting to do this? Well, it's because he's a natural talent and he was at the right place at the right time. For real. So, gotta love Luke Combs. I am posting that full video on our Facebook page right now from the special yesterday morning. It was really, really good. And right around the corner, 710. Just to keep you up to speed this week, we have Brooks and Dunn tickets all week in the O-Town Showdown. Obie and Ashley in the morning on K-82-3. It's time, time for the O-Town Showdown. Hey, good morning, you two. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, so it looks like we've got John over in Clermont. Yeah. All right, so John, let's say hello to our lovely lady, Cheyenne, over in Ormond Beach. Hey, hey. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Great. How are you? I'm good. Love this. But now it's time for the competition to begin. We've got the beautiful Ashley right here. She's got three questions for you. And the questions aren't that hard because it's not who's the smartest. Nope. It's who's the quickest. Using their sound and having the right answer. That's how you win the showdown, right? All right. So here we go. Let's get those sounds from you. These will be the buzzer sounds that you'll make with uh, the right answer to Ashley's questions. Ladies first, Cheyenne over in Ormond Beach. That sound. Um, Buzz, buzz. Buzz buzz. Like buzz. that. Okay, John over in Clermont, what's going to be your sound? Oh. Okay, <laughs> love it, guys. We're ready for the O-Town, O-Town Showdown. Oh. Question number one. UCF's current mascot is a knight, but what was their first mascot? Ooh. A tough one. Uh, Anybody? Lucky guesses? Uh, okay, buzz, buzz. what you got, John? It was a, um, uh, like a fruit. Citrus? Citronaut? Yes! Are you serious? Man, nice work. <laughs> it was a citronaut, whatever that is. How funny. You said you said a fruit, and I was like, really? And Ashley's like, yeah, he's close. Wow, okay, so there you go, John. Way, way to go. That's one in your court. Cheyenne, you need at least one to stay in the game. Okay. All right, question number two. Who sang the song Yellow Submarine? What'd you got, Cheyenne? Um, the Beatles. Yes! Wow, nice work. In a yellow submarine. Awesome. So that's one for Cheyenne, one for John, one question left. All right, question number two for the win. Who painted the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel? Feel free to guess. Um, two. Okay, what'd you got, John? Five, five. Was it uh, Michelangelo? Yeah! Whoa! Look at that! You got it! Man! All right, guys, these were Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grade questions right there. You got it. All right, congratulations. So you're getting tickets to Brooks and Dunn in Tampa, May 29th, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. Congratulations, John. Now, Cheyenne, come over here for this air hug. Come here. Bring it in. We love Ormond Beach. All right. Thank you guys so much for participating in another edition of The O-Town Showdown. Two, three. Doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. Obi and Ashley in the morning. <laughs> I love being right on time.
Not like when I was growing up and my mom always made us late, but that was the Puerto Rican in us. <laughs> oh my All right, gosh. so we've got Ashley with the doing the right thing today. Yeah, so I love this. Bringing you to Minneapolis, a woman named Emily Hunt Turner. So she's a former attorney and has started this nonprofit organization for former inmates, men and women who are once incarcerated. Um, by starting this restaurant. So it's a gourmet grilled cheese restaurant. And she gives second chances because um, w- while she was working in being a lawyer and attorney, she saw a lot of cases. And these are her words. She said, we're effectively throwing people away once they have a record. I don't trust that the majority of society is okay with that. She says, I believe society wants to give people second chances. So the cool thing about her program, which is called All Square, she believes once they leave you know, and are, have been released, that they're all square. They're all squared up, you know, that they should be able to start again if they're right. working, if they're willing to work hard and they're willing to put the time in and what whatever it may be. So she has this this company, All Square, and it is gourmet grilled cheese sandwiches and everybody, all the employees in there are once incarcerated, but it's not just giving them a job. It is also a, like a one-year therapy progr- program because she said there is a lot that comes out of it. It's not just the... Uh, what they go through. There's a lot of things that happen when someone is released. And uh, here's one of the employees talking about it. So many doors have been closed and in my face. I'm doing the same stuff over and over and I was getting the same outcome, jail. This place has showed me a different road, a different way of life. Wow, you gotta love that. I I, I love what she says too about the fact that when somebody's incarcerated, uh, as soon as they get out, we kind of think of them in in a different light. And how how many times do we make a, a mistake? You know, sometimes people make a mistake that's big enough to get incarcerated. Well, yeah, that's obviously big time. And this uh, this former attorney also says we have a 13-month professional institute for the former prisoners. The restaurant is just a vehicle to put money in their pockets sure. while they go through the institute. And I watched this whole special. It was on the Today Show yesterday morning as one of like their good news things as well. And just seeing this former attorney, like she's doing the right thing. Because here she could be making tons and tons of money as an attorney, yet she is putting the good uh, back in. In for this cause. So there you go. That's this morning's Doing the Right Thing. Obi and Ashley's Doing the Right Thing. Brought to you by Bel Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Doing the right thing. On K923. Okay, first, I want you to put yourself in the position of public speaking. Maybe you had to do it in school. Maybe you're still one of those people who at work, you still have to deliver speeches. And uh, so she gets up and at school, remember those days where they would give you the projects, you know, uh-huh. you'd have to, uh, this one was like one of those biography history projects. Right. So she chose Jane Goodall, who is one of the leading people in chimpanzee research. <laughs> okay. And so my daughter gets up and, and this is before she has to do it in front of the entire class. She practiced know? in front of like you, who was all watching? So me, uh, you know, uh, the two other kids were kind of running around, not taking it serious. But and me Erica, and mom. Yeah. yeah. And, and so this is just a little bit of that audio. 76 grade 67 That marriage didn't last long. I read so to Derek as she's reading her cards, some of my advice to her is, Kennedy, remember to keep picking up your eyes. So... Read a couple sentences and then pick up your eyes and then look at the audience and then remember your place and go back to the card. Yeah. Now, what's great is that I, I so I got to share with her and, and then at, at some point, like I really had my own self-realization that, so I shared with everybody that I stopped drinking back in March. Right. So here we are. We're, we're a year. Oh my I gosh. Have, it's year already. Oh my gosh. Wait, we need to have an official celebration with apple cider. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, the, we'll hit that another day. 
Well, so here we are a year of, of me not drinking, and I have this realization as I'm talking to her. I'm like, oh, my God, man. So some of my tips for me were to, you know, bang a shot, two shots of vodka, you know, before I'd host anything. Yeah, right. Just that because, was your own personal thing before. Well, because you get anxieties, you know. I mean, yeah. anybody who knows about hosting, I mean, hosting, you know, and, and you get on the mic, and if you're not comfortable being on the microphone, it's just that it's a- Loosens you up a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, so anyways, I was able to kind of look at Kennedy and say, hey- any of that anxiety that you feel, just know that that means you're about to do something great. Well, and everybody gets that, right? I mean, like, even even us, when we still get on stage for all these huge shows, even at the Amway Center, when you got Jason Aldean getting ready to take the stage. I mean, no matter what it is, but to see her do it, were you like, oh my gosh, like, I remember those those jitters. Well, and you feel like you almost have to, to, to pass it along, you know, pass it down. So, anyway, she ended up getting an A. Yay! Congratulations. K-92-3. Two people. One date. Zero texts returned. Obi and Ashley's 8-15 second date update. We're on with James over in Maitland, and it's already bold of you to be on the second date update. Are you sure this individual is just not into you? I mean, that's how things go, I guess. But, like, why can't you just step up and say it or just, why, like, say, like, yeah, we had a great time. Like, why be, like, you don't have to be mean about it, but you don't have to just, like, right. lie to people and then lead them on. I mean, we're all adults. We're not, like, okay. not yeah. high school anymore. Okay, well, let's see what we can't do to get you guys talking again, okay? All right, I appreciate it. Cool, thanks. Uh, yes, would love to speak to Claire, please. Yeah, this is she. Claire, good morning. You've got two of us on the line, Obi over here and Ashley there. Good morning. So we're radio hosts. Hi. Yeah, I, I've heard it. Okay. okay. Uh, that's great news. So then you may know something called the second date update where we try to get people back together again. Yeah. <laughs> she got yeah. Right there. Wait a minute. Do you know, like, were you expecting this call? Do you think that... You know who we're calling about? No, no, I'm just very scared. <laughs> okay, Claire, you don't have to be scared. It's about James. He's very interested in you. You okay. guys went on a date. And and if you're not interested, he's prepared to hear that. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I, James was really nice. Um, but then in person, I don't know. It just, it didn't really click for me. Okay. What didn't click, though? Is this really on the radio? Like, this is real? Well, well. again, we're just trying to get you two back together again. So what is it about James that you're not interested in? Um, is he... I don't know. Is he listening? You know what? You do listen, and James is on the line. James! But, but please don't let yeah. that sway you from telling us. And him. Yeah, that's hey, what I was afraid of. Hi. I, so, I mean, I was just trying to figure out, like, what happened, like... We had such a great time. We were seemingly getting along so easily. And, and then all of a sudden, nothing. And, like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that, that cool, I haven't. But like, no. I'm sorry. I really, I really am sorry that I haven't gotten back to you. Honestly, I know that people say, oh, work, crazy, schedule, blah, blah, blah. But I really have been busy. But I, I do want to be honest with you. I just, I feel like you may be a little too close to your mom. And I know that sounds terrible, but. She FaceTimed what? us during our date. What? Hold on, hold on. Too she, close he's, to he's his too close. mom? Yeah. I thought, I thought I that's mean, what she said. <laughs> this is our first date, and she FaceTimed. And I get it. My mom calls me all the time, but I don't necessarily answer every time. And 
he opens the phone and she's like, hey, what's up? You know, and he's like, oh, I'm on a date. And she goes, well, flip me over and like proceeds to turn the camera around and then grill me. Oh, how old are you? Are you into having kids? Oh, uh, no. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Jay, so, Claire, this is James's mom who's on the FaceTime? James's mom. And I that, just met James like She was just trying to be funny. That, she was yeah, trying to be funny. She doesn't have a really good sense of humor. She asked how many men. How, how many men? She was, I, I'm sure she was just kidding. It was like, she was just trying to be funny. And oftentimes, her humor does not land very well. Oh. <laughs> okay, so that's why you're not, because my mom called and I answered it? it? It wasn't just that. You know, like, she asked you when you were coming to get the dinner. And I have to assume that's a regular thing. Does she make you dinner every night? She makes dinner for herself, and cooking for one's tough, so she ma- you know, makes me dinner. But, like, hold on. To be fair. But man, like, that's like my mom. Per- mama's boy. No. Wait a minute. Ooh. Hold on. Hold on a second. That, that, wait a minute. That's, that's unfair. My no, dad not, left man. when like, I was really young. I'm the only child, and it was me and my mom. Oh. I mean, look, I don't live that far from her, and if she wants to make me dinner... I'm a single dude. Like, I'm not cooking for myself. So, like, sure. And it gives her a chance to see her and catch up and see what she's up to. But, like. Oh, Claire, come on, though. You you can't. She's in her late 70s. I mean, what do you want me to do? I have to go have dinner with my mother-in-law every day. Oh. When you ask a woman the first time you're even seeing her if she can have kids, that's weird. She asked you that? Uh, I mean, I'm not yes. going to tell you that's not weird, said, but like, can you can you cook? Can you have kids? How many men have you been with? Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> oh man, that is that is a lie. She was trying to be funny. Oh wow, she was trying to be funny. Claire, can you be okay with dating James and his mom? Honestly, James, I really liked you, but it, it's not that you have such a great relationship with your mom because I have a great relationship with my mom. It's too wow. much competition. Oh, no oh. way. Oh, Whatever. No. If you like. Oh, my God. It sounds like you. Listen, I want to. It sounds have, like you I got family issues. A little bit more of the most important part. Okay, at least we got you guys talking. We're going to let you guys off the phone now. Yeah, we get it. We get it. <laughs> Please don't call me again, James. This is awful. Home of Obie and Ashley's 815 Second Date Update. Did you miss it? Catch the latest drama on the K92 3 app. So Obie and Ashley, K92 3. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna formulate a chime time off of that second date update. I I feel bad because a, a man's connection to his mom, like that's so cool. I know. And as a chick, I'm like, okay, that's super sweet. First of all, when you're growing up, I don't know. I was always taught like how a man treats his mom is a good indication of how they'll treat you. Yeah. So if he's like super close with his mom, like that's great. Sure, those questions may have been a little intense. <laughs> like, do not come at me asking me how many people I've been with or if I can have kids. Like, yeah, sure, wow. that's a, that's a lot. But I, it's funny because I started thinking about some of my girlfriends who are really, really close with their in-laws. And, like, they'll take joint vacations, and the moms are really close. And, and Matt's mom, like, we're on a texting basis, email. We chat every now. I'll call her. Like, before the wedding, I called her. But she's never been, like, too over the top, I don't think, where I've been like, whoa, like, pump the brakes. But I, I have heard horror stories. From other in-laws, for sure. Yeah. Well, okay. So uh, my in-laws, I'm ridiculously close to them. I really love them. They're they're awesome, awesome individuals. Uh, but this whole scenario with in-laws, I get it that that, that this storyline is going to be something simple. So what what is your story 
when it comes to your in-laws. So you just heard Ashley. You're on a texting basis with your... Yeah. Yeah, but like we're not taking family vacations together. She's not asking me, you know, if I'm fertile. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that like second date update. That's a little much. Uh, but that's the way in-laws are. Okay, so we've got Robert in Oviedo. What were you saying about your in-laws? Yeah, one problem I constantly have is my mother-in-law doesn't abide the rules that my wife and I put down for our kids, you know, she'll just Ooh. disregard and then my wife gets mad and then I get in the middle and I can't control my mother-in-law. That's my wife's job, you know? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, okay, thank you for being on hold. Okay, so it's chime time. What's your story when it comes to your in-laws? Hey, y'all, it's Miranda Lambert. Is it chime time? We're be as honest with this as possible, okay? We're talking about in-laws just because of that second date update where the guy has a really close relationship with his mom. That unfortunately turned the date off because the date said, well, eventually I'm going to have to be competing with a mama's boy. Right. And she was asking like some kind of intense questions. Like honestly, yeah, the mom was like, oh, are you ready for kids type of questions? And how many men have you been with? That's, (laughs) that's, That's a rough question. If a mom asks you, Ash... How oh, many men have you been with? First of all, if, That's he a even, if he even asks you, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. You did not exist before I met you. Okay, so, <laughs> so, we, so we get it that we have no control over our in-laws, right? We have no control over those people in our lives. So we're talking about your story when it comes to in-laws, and appreciate you jumping in this chime time. Good morning. Hi. What's Hello. up? Who's this? Where are you from? Uh, this is Marissa from Deltona. Ooh, Marissa. Okay, so we're talking about in-laws. you sound like you have a lot to share oh my god you know i'm very thankful i understand where that girl is coming from previous boyfriend of mine i literally had a nickname it was tag along tag no way really yeah boys who treat their mothers very well they will treat you very well i definitely agree with you there ashley but there is a line to where you can't overstep because the mother will still become number one where the wife or the girlfriend should be a priority. Interesting. Um, my, my husband, his dad passed when he was young. My mother-in-law now, I absolutely adore her. It, it's a major difference. She is just a great person. I love her. Whereas my ex-boyfriend, oh my gosh, no. Wow. <laughs> I was like, no. Isn't that, isn't that funny how we're all so different, how you can get along with one set and not get along with another? I'm not the perfect human being, but it's like trying on shoes. You know, the, the feet have to be comfortable in the shoes that you're wearing. If For you're sure. not comfortable with it, then get out of it. So, what was wow. the line? What was, what was the line that, like, was crossed, do you think? Like, the final thing, you're like, whoa, this is just too much. Oh, my gosh. She was just all up his jump but you know all up, 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 get out of it like no, <laughs> no. <laughs> really <laughs> that is so we funny we can feel your emotion you know and if she is listening out here i love her she was great you know but i'm Aww. sorry i'm not the right person for you but i'm glad that you found someone that is perfect for you and your son and awesome I'm just, you know right hey so. that's that's a real that's a real conversation right there thank you for calling in <laughs> Thank you for having me. Have a great day, guys. You too. Yeah, let's keep this conversation going on the K923 app on the open mic. Your story when it comes to your in-laws. That was another Obie and Ashley episode, and we appreciate you for your time, the friends and family that you've shared this podcast with. I mean, now we're heard all over the world. And if you wanted more, we have our Obie and Ashley unfiltered podcast. You may have some passionate language in there and a lot of content that we just don't have time to cover on the show. So that's the Obie and Ashley unfiltered podcast and one last message with a ton of genuineness. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for sharing your valuable time with us.